Yes, indeed it is. You better you bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network where every game is Game 7. And hot damn, do we have a lot of games coming up tonight. We absolutely love it, including uh, like a, an, an actual... Game seven. Absolutely can't wait for it in the NLCS. You get no hot take BS on this show. We bring you lots of bets and we bring you lots of sports. We are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by the studs at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius Channel 217 and XM Channel 205. As Ken and I are here bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And do so on this T3, this terrific football Tuesday. Three words that start with the letter T. October 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show is on Twitter. You better you bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, on X, now and always. It's a crazy life he lives. At. Lockie Lockerson. And on this Terrific Football Tuesday, we're going to bring you two tremendous guests. Our good friend Pete Prisco from CBS Sports, their lead NFL analyst. Pete Prisco will stop by talking all things National Football League, including what the Tennessee Titans have planned at quarterback this weekend as they get set to host the Atlanta Falcons. We'll get Pete's thoughts on Will Levis, Pete's thoughts on, on Malik Willis, and if the Titans can maybe win the game on Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons, that and more coming up with the great Pete Prisco. And we will welcome back to the show our old friend, former NBA general manager, now analyst for our friends at NBA TV, the great Ryan McDonough joins us at 5 o'clock Eastern today. You know, talking the NBA because the season starts tonight. Plus, P-squared, B-squared coming your way for the six games we did not get to yesterday for Week 8 in the NFL. Our early analysis is coming up for the Vikings and the Packers in Green Bay, the Chiefs and the Broncos in Denver, the Ravens and the Cardinals in the desert, the Bengals and the Niners in the Bay Area, the Bears and the Chargers on Sunday Night Football from the City of Angels, and the Raiders and Lions on Monday Night Football from the Motor City. Absolutely can't wait for it. P-squared, B-squared for Week 8 from Nick and Ken coming up today on the show. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's day two of Lochmas. Santa's going to tell you today how to bet the Heisman Trophy in college football, where for the second consecutive week, we have a new favorite atop the betting market. How about this for today? In honor of the NBA returning to our lives, do you know what else returns to our lives today? An inanimate object. And we love it. The Bucket of Bets is back today. For two segments coming up in the third hour of today's show, myself, Ken Barkley, and our friend Tyler Morales, we will give you our NBA season predictions, and they will go in the Bucket of Bets. Who's going to win the Eastern Conference? What's the final going to be? What about the Western Conference? What's the final going to be? What about award predictions this year in the NBA? We will bring it all to you in the Bucket of Bets coming up in hour number three of today's show. And then there are some who are saying, that tonight's power hour will be the best power hour of all power hours. And who am I to disagree? What a power hour we've got coming your way today. At 6 o'clock Eastern, segment number one of the power hour, bets of steel for tonight's hashtag frozen frenzy. All 32 NHL teams playing tonight. 16 games, and we will handicap and give you bets for all of them coming up to start the Power Hour and the biggest bets of steel that there will ever be. Bets of steel for tonight's Frozen Frenzy. We will also give you 
6.20 p.m. Eastern time. Side total and props as the NBA season gets underway. Lakers and Nuggets from Denver. Suns and the Warriors from the Bay Area. Oh, my God, how great is this? And at the end of the show, Ken and I will tell you the games we've already bet and the games that we're targeting coming up for Week 8 in the National Football League. My God, how incredible is this? And did I mention we got a Game 7 tonight in Major League Baseball? We'll give you all our bets and analysis for the Diamondbacks and the Phils from Citizens Bank in Philadelphia. We absolutely can't wait for it. Locked and loaded, terrific football Tuesday. Ken Barkley, how's it going, my man? And happy NBA season to you and yours. Well, yeah, not just happy NBA season, just like the best month. Just the best month. There's just so much stuff going on right now. Did we did we mention every, every hockey team is playing and they chose the night that they wanted to do that to be the night that the NBA season starts? I would just like, uh, thanks. Like, thanks for all of this. Thanks for all of these games at the same time. That's going to be awesome. Uh, have a lot of bets for those games. I have uh, some, maybe I'll do, I have a college football thing I want to do, but maybe I'll do it with Lochmas. Maybe we'll do it later this hour. Uh, but why don't we start with the Rangers? I don't want, we don't want to bury the leader. You just went through 17 things that we're going to do on the show today. Uh, the 18th thing will be to victory lap and celebrate that the Rangers won the American League pennant, which happened last night. And, you know, I, I, you're a Yankees fan and I grew up a Red Sox fan. So like, I don't want to make that comparison necessarily to 2004, but like you went into a game thinking it was going to be nightmarishly anxious and then like 30 minutes into the game, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're just going to win by a million. Like, it's actually not going to be a big deal. Not that there weren't moments of anxiety in the middle innings, but like we kind of showed up all expecting to, oh, this is going to be rough. Like Scherzer and the Astros and how are they ever going to lose? And it's like, oh, I tell you how they're going to lose uh, easily with like no resistance whatsoever because no one could pitch for them in this game. And uh, especially not Framber Valdez who started. So like it was... I think it was pretty good. They could think it went pretty well. And uh, congrats to the Rangers and congrats to you. Uh, I, I was along for the ride. I made plenty of money, but I only made plenty of money because you identified this team in like an hour of watching postseason baseball as the team that was going to win the pennant. So that was great. Congratulations if you're a fan of the Rangers or you bet on the Rangers or whatever. Uh, a very happy day for us on the show after a miserable football betting weekend. A big winner home in terms of the Rangers going to the World Series. Yeah, and, and join me, please. For, for one final time, as far as the American League playoffs are concerned, and then hopefully we'll have a lot of them coming up in the, the Fall Classic and the World Series, for one more, yee-haw, Texas Rangers, baby! How about Bruce Bochy and his massive dome and the Texas Rangers and Adolis Garcia and the, and the whole crew with Tecori Seeger and company, Max Scherzer and Valdi Jordan Montgomery. What a run for the Texas Rangers. And it is pretty funny, like, like, I like sometimes sports works like this, right? Where we never see series like this, where the road team literally wins every game in a seven-game series. The last time we saw this was in 2019. It was the Astros uh, Nationals World Series, where the Nationals won the first two games in Houston. Houston won three games in Washington, and then the Nationals won game six and seven on the road in Houston. And you know who started that game for the Nationals in game seven when they won the World Series? Max Scherzer, who started last night's game for the Texas Rangers, Game 7 on the road in Houston. So just like a, a little delicious bit of symmetry there as the Texas Rangers knock off the Houston Astros. And look, Ken saying, I'm a Yankees fan, he's a Red Sox fan. The Astros have tormented my Yankees. It's not a rivalry, because in order for it to be a rivalry, like my team needs to win sometimes. Like Yankees-Red Sox used to not be a rivalry. And then the Red Sox beat us a couple oh, times. Yeah. Now it's a rivalry. Yeah. Like Yankees-Astros is not a rivalry. 
Yeah, it's yeah. the rivalry, right? Yan- Yankees-Astros has been a one-sided ass-kicking for a long time with the Astros doing the ass-kicking and the Yankees being the recipient of the ass-kicking. So as a Yankees fan, like, absolutely love whenever I get to see the Astros lose and doubly special when we're able to profit off of it in a big way. The Texas Rangers, if you followed our advice from the start of the postseason, 9-3 and three the Rangers are, right? The two-game sweep of Tampa in the, in the wild card round, then the sweep of the Baltimore Orioles in the divisional round, and then beating the Astros in seven in the American League Championship Series, where they will await the winner, obviously, of tonight's Game 7 of the NLCS between the Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. By the way, like, those are the two teams we identified in the National League also. Correct. So here's, here's what's great. There are lots of shows out there that spend lots of time during the summer talking baseball. All We're talking baseball on a random <laughs> Tuesday in July. Good for you. I was on the beach on my honeymoon while everyone was doing that. And guess what I did? I showed up, watched no baseball this regular season, and told you who was going to play in the World Series. Yee-haw! <laughs> the Texas Rangers, baby. Hell yeah. Oh man, the grab the Mike Yeehaw was definitely the uh, definitely a good exclamation point there. Yeah, that's the best part. We, I care who wins tonight, but like the oh, big I we did this forever. Care. <laughs> I we, but you care. care a lot. I don't. I would like the Phillies to win because I have all these World Series MVP bets like at a hundred to one or Trey Turner fifty to one. It's like, oh cool, I'm gonna have like you know, like not maybe not the big favorite in the World Series, but like the team I would like in the World Series. Rangers Phillies like a banger series too if that happens. Um, Arizona wins though. Like you were like, hey, I like Texas Arizona World Series matchup. Cool, I'll bet that too, and I'll bet some Rangers to win. And, and Jake, by the way, and like maybe maybe we won't include Jake in the opening segment like for a long time, but like a, a tip of the cap to Jake because it's he was with us on the Rangers and really really identified like you identified like the Rangers in totality like the texas rangers and he identified evan carter as like a very very long priced player that could win world series mvp like we're gonna be if it's rangers phillies i'm sitting here with like four of the best players on both teams at like insane prices to win this award hopefully it's not adolius garcia who's on pace for about 900 runs batted in, in in this postseason um maybe it can be someone else this series maybe somebody else can do something but man we are set up for it's really like tonight's honestly like how much money do we win like that's not is it like a is it like a good amount is it a great amount and for both of us i think that's different like who wins and what the amount is but like we're getting money tonight like we're getting paid the game cannot end in a tie i guess it could get rained out and we could get paid the next day but besides that like we're making money tonight which is great yeah we need to like keep bud sealing away from the stadium like no the game's not ending in a tie right? tonight. Yeah, we need we need a winner go away bud don't do we it. We need a bud. Bye, bud. We'll see you. Give me, I'd rather have Coach Bud, Mike Boone. What's, what is Coach Bud? What's Coach Bud up to these days? I'd rather have Coach Bud at the game than yeah. Bud Sealy for Air sure bud. tonight. Uh, the dog? Yeah. yeah, like, a, like yeah. a cute golden retriever that could dunk a basketball. Yeah, yeah I'd much rather have Air Bud at the game. Right. I'd, much, I'd rather much drink better. some buds. Yeah, uh, I'd rather do a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm not yeah, really. Like... I feel like if I. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, that I can't really. I think you'd I'd rather, rather you'd rather, I'd rather you'd rather hang out with Bud Selig than drink Budweiser. Well, hanging out with Bud Selig probably like ask him like lots of fun questions about like his tenure as baseball you commissioner. That might not be questions? a bad time. Yeah, I don't. You gotta be. This guy looks like the most boring human on earth. Like you want to ask Bud Selig questions? Stories. Probably got good stories though, right? He got commissioner of baseball for like twenty years. 
I mean, is he like I, I, I go down to the retirement home, the local one here and ask people questions about their life experience, too. But nobody ever does it. Like, I don't yeah, want yeah, to ask yeah, him. Because that guy like worked and there's nothing wrong with what it looks like worked at the deli for 40 years. And God bless. I love right. the deli. So I like, want to go down and talk deli. to uh, like Paul Tagliabue down here at the old retirement home. <laughs> yeah, and, like, ask I mean, him like, what it's, he's it's, up to. It's not like if like Pete Rosell were still alive. Like, I'd love to have a conversation with Pete Rosell. You know what? I don't want to do like talks like my buddy's grandfather who like delivered newspapers. I'm good. Nothing wrong with that just saying difference between commissioner of major sport and like regular person job all good sure um okay yeah so yeah big old big old yeehaw last night um distracting from the fact that i had a brutal monday night football game but the losses across the board that was some uh, kind of game. I, yeah that was something i gotta yeah. i gotta tell you like okay like i had the niners and i lost and like honestly like good on the vikings I was so impressed with Minnesota last night. It was one of those where, okay, like I lose. And like normally I'm like, yeah, I'd like, I'm not, I never get like mad when I lose. I guess that's not true. I do get mad sometimes. But most of the time it's like, okay, like I'm a little annoyed. Like I want to win. I want to be right. Who doesn't? But uh, this was one of those where I'm wrong and I'm, and I'm very not in awe of what the other team's able to do. But I was so impressed. It was just like good on you guys, man. Cousins played yeah. awesome. The defense was really good, and I think this was kind of yeah. Great job by Will, but the Vikings like a hundred percent right. Um, the thing that I kept like saying to myself was maybe I kind of and maybe like collectively a lot of us, not just like you and me. I feel like maybe a lot of people, maybe O'Connell's like an awesome coach. And last year, like all like the one score wins, it was like oh well, this team's getting lucky, and then they lose all the one score games to begin the year. And it's like, well, you know, it's kind of like the universe is like Thanos, like snapping his fingers, looking for order in the universe, right? So now the Vikings were losing all these games. Maybe this guy's guy's just like a really good coach. And uh, he, Cousins was awesome last night. And now the Vikings are three and four. And we were texting about this a little bit right before the show. Where, like, one of these teams is going to be the seven seed in the NFC. If you assume that, like, Dallas or Philly, whoever doesn't win the NFC East, and then likely Seattle will be one of the wild card teams also if the Niners win the West. One of these, like, hashtag bad teams is going to be the seven seed in the NFC playoffs. It's like Minnesota, like the Rams, like the Commanders, Packers. Giants, like maybe your team in the NFC South that you think is coming in second, it's going to be like a very interesting like rest of the season here in the NFC at the bottom of the playoff picture. Yeah, totally agree. Um, yeah, the Vikings, it's, it's worth noting, you mentioned like the one-score voodoo. Uh, the Vikings win by five, which means every single game that they played the entire season has still landed within one possession, except for... Uh, well, I guess they had one that landed eight. So they had, they had one that everything has landed within one possession. But like another close game, they come out on top of this one. At the end, this is true. I actually played a same game parlay last night. We Like we've got off the air and I was like, I think the Niners are going to win. I like some other stuff. You gave out some props. And I put like nine things in this, like alts and stuff. And I hit, I even I had Ray Ray McLeod receiving yards over. It hit on the last drive. The one thing I didn't win. So I went eight for nine, didn't win the parlay. The one thing that lost... Niners money line, <laughs> so oh, was the man. One thing lost, which was like minus 300. And it was like everything else. It's like Ayuk alt over, McCaffrey rushing alt over, Ray Ray McLeod, Madison under, like all the, the alt under in the game. It's like, and the, and the Niners to win. <laughs> Don't! <laughs> like, just, oh, come on. The question needs to be asked, is Brock Purdy now bad? It doesn't. It, it actually the MVP? doesn't need to be asked. It doesn't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so, Ken. P squared, B squared coming up next.